in this installment of Unpacked. Did you actually know what an au pair is? No. Why would a family go to all the trouble to pay for someone to leave Africa? <laughs> Cheap labor. <laughs> wow. Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm and that's gonna the be honest, honest yeah. Because they had an au pair from a different country, a European country, and the au pair actually left them oh. while they were at work. What? Like the first two, I didn't get it right, I guess. My last family was the best. Living and working abroad as an au pair, both of our guests are here to share their stories. Let's unpack. When Tsekhofato Sekhasimbe struggled to find a job after completing her studies, she was introduced to au pairing by her sister's friend. She took a leap of faith, applied and traveled to work with her first host family. Jillian Sieto from Johannesburg was 19 years old when she decided to try out for au pairing. Her first attempt was unsuccessful, but three years later, she found herself traveling abroad for the first time and welcomed into her host family's home. These are their stories. Let's unpack. So, Jillian, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. So, Tsukho, I'm going to start with you. Where did you find yourself in your life that you got to a point where you like, actually, I'm considering or pairing? Oh, okay. Um, I was unemployed at the time. And so I was like, of course, uh, job hunting and, well, with no luck. And then um, uh, my sister's friend was actually an au pair at the time. And mm-hmm. she mentioned it to my sister, who happened to mention it to my mother and I. And then... She asked us if we were interested, and we thought, ah, maybe we could be. But And then finally, after we did our research, we were actually interested. And I, I thought, this would be a great time to just go. I don't have a job right now, mm. no um, commitments. So I was like, that's actually like a great thing to like take on. So, yeah. so prior to you being introduced to that whole thing, mm-hmm. um, did you actually know what an au pair is? No. It's it's interesting, hey, that people yeah. don't know. So, when when people would say the word au pair, or did you only hear of the word nanny? Oh yeah, I only knew nannies, honestly speaking. Mm. Yeah, like that was that was it. Au pairing was very new to me, so like that's why I had to do a lot of research first mm. to be able to actually find out what it is. Mm. Um, because a nanny and an au pair are actually different. Because um, a nanny is a stay at home, and it has to be kind of like an exchange student. Mm-hmm. Because you actually come from a different country, and that's like that's why it's an au pair. And then a nanny, it can be somebody who's from the country who mm. lives there, and then who actually works for the family. Mm. And then usually they. Come Come and go, mm. or if they live there, they could have like maybe a cottage outside. Yes. So it's, I think that's pretty much like the difference between the two. The two. Okay. Yeah. And how did you get introduced? And did you know what au pairing was prior to being introduced? Um, for me, it started. I think I was studying in mm. 2012, and then that year, like I was studying in Poch, and mm. I came back. And firstly, I wanted to go to the Netherlands. So I was like, I'm going to pay because I grew up in a culture where I knew about a pay. Yeah. So how I grew up is it was mainly not known for white people. So yeah. that's how I knew about a pay. And that's also the environment that I grew up in. So I knew about that. But in 2013, that didn't work out. So I let it go. But I trusted God. And, and, and what was it that made it not work out? Like I had filled in my forms, everything. Mm. And when it came to reference letters, Nobody wanted to write me a reference letter. Mm. And I feel like I'm a pretty good person, so I don't yes. know why. Yes. Um, and then in 2015, 
it was, I think it was in June, I was working as a legal secretary mm. and there were some changes at home and I wanted a change. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to apply again, but this time for the States. And I kid you not, like in two months, I was able to get a family. I got reference letters. I, everything was just smooth sailing. And of course, I paid for it myself too. And I guess, yeah, for me, I didn't know what an pay was, but I did it for a reason because I wanted a change. Mm-hmm. I wanted an escape. And like you said, I don't have any commitments. Yeah. I don't yeah. have kids. Like I was working, mm-hmm. but it's not like I was working for someone or mm-hmm. to keep mm-hmm. somebody else alive yes. except myself. So you say that this time you applied for the States. Where yes. were you pl- applying for prior to that? To the Netherlands. Okay, yes, yes. to the Netherlands. Because I mean... I think in terms of the processes are not the same if you're trying to go mm. to Europe versus going to the States. Yes. Yeah. So let's then chat, because um, you also mentioned money, which I think yes. is cool to know. <laughs> yeah. So you now introduced to this thing. Mm. What was the, the list of requirements that you encountered oh. after doing all of your research? Oh, okay. So we had to actually attend an OP meeting first. Mm. And that's where we actually got like, um, where, like the cost, the information about the cost the visa, how we're going to do that, and mm. what we need. So, like, the papers that we're going to need. So, like, just the whole process and even, like, the matching process, how that mm. works, like, you creating a profile so that the other family can actually be able to reach you and mm. find you and you also find that family that way. So, yeah, that's pretty much how it went. And, yeah, and then with, like, the cost, I actually only found out in the open meeting. So, in the brochures and also on online, they didn't give that much like information about it. Mm. And like when I got there to the open meeting, that's where they actually told us that this is what you're gonna need to pay. There's an application fee, and then like mm. the program fee, and then yeah, this is what you're gonna have to do to be able to be an au pair. And then you also oh, another requirement is actually a driver's license. Mm. That is usually very compulsory, so yes. you have to actually have one. So in order for you to leave, um, you need a driver's license. So it was a like a requirement. And so we had to do that. I had to like start and like get my learners and mm. then get my driver's license afterwards. And so it was like I had to do everything from scratch because yeah. I didn't have a passport. Yeah. I didn't have just anything. Literally, I had to start like from scratch. So my driver's license and my passport, I had to do all of that. I'm trying to understand all the costs, right? Yes, yes. So, um, you know, what was it exactly that you are paying for? Is okay. it for them to train you? Mm-hmm. Is it for them to um, facilitate the process of getting you on whatever their matching uh, um, platform is and that kind of thing? Yeah, I believe it's actually for facilitating mm. the process because um, usually when you get that side, well, my host patient used to say that they kind of paid for me to get over to mm. that other side. So it's pretty much so that you are paying for them to actually get your papers ready, Mm. for them to help you find the family, and, yeah, to facilitate the whole process for you and help you get ready, whether Mm. it's uh, telling you when you're going to get the visa, then booking your flights, and, like, so, like, you to be part of that program Mm. because each agency is actually different. Like, we went to different agencies. I went to... I went with um, Cultural Care. Mm -hmm. She went with uh, Opair America, right? Opair Care. uh, Opair in America. Oh, yes, Opair in America. So, like... So each um, agency is different, so they also do different things. Even the costs are actually different. So So how much about did it work out to? um, For me, it was roughly 20K, including the visa, I would say. So yeah, so it was health insurance, the program fee and the application fee, 
and then also the visa. So pretty much you 20 You look shocked. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Why? How much was yours? I paid 7,500. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and did you get the same things as her? Um, so mine, um, once again, this was in 2015, yeah. I'm just saying. Yes. Um, so for me... Um, Firstly, my mom told me to go get a passport when I came back. Uh-huh. So at that time when I was impl- applying for the Netherlands, yes. my mom told me to go get a passport. Okay. So I had a passport, I had my driver's license. And with them is you, if you are able to pay half mm. or pay a deposit, you get a discount. So that's what I did. So I managed to save up money so that I'm able to pay the time that my process started. Mm. And our OP meeting, mm-hmm. I had a one-on-one counsel. Oh. Mm. So she would meet me like, and I remember, she would meet me for coffee and she'll take me through all the steps. With the cost, it was actually on the side too. Mm. So I wasn't shocked when we spoke about it. Mm. I wasn't shocked when I went through to the offices. I knew exactly what was in for me. Mm. So um, they were consulting me, of course. They assisted me with my OP CV. Mm-hmm. I want to say that, mm-hmm. my OP CV. Um, they assisted me with the pictures, what pictures to choose. Mm-hmm. I even did a little video, mm-hmm. like all that, introducing myself. I shot this video like in the back, like at the back of the house. Yes. But that, they assisted me with that, uploading, mm-hmm. and they were checking in every time. Yes. So, um, and also the visa cost came like about, now a visa cost is always excluded. Yeah. So mine came 7-5 for everything, mm-hmm. flights, healthcare. Yes whatever needed to be done when I'm in the States and for people to look after me, if I can say it that way, when I get there. But, like, my visa was, like, one, two, one, five. Mm. But also that comes out of my own pocket, so that's not included into the agency cost. So I'm confused because you mentioned that your family said that they pay for you to go there. Yeah. So did your family pay for you to go there or did you pay for your own flights? Oh, okay. So what happens is the when I, when I said like the family, the host family, yes. they pay the program and then that way they're able to get like us that side. And yes. so with, with what I pay, like the program fee, the application yes. fee, I feel like that's for them to facilitate everything yes. that they need to like do, like whether it's like the health insurance, the with you also being in the program as well, yes. them helping you with like everything. I think, yes. I think that's... What I meant, yeah. And then who paid for your flights? I believe they did because then everything else was booked after I paid oh, my side of you. the... Yes. 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 Yeah. And in your case, who paid for the flight? Um, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I think it's through the agency. <laughs> yes. Because I know, like, the parents mm-hmm. or the host pa- family, they also need to apply to the agency. Oh. So they give a lump sum mm-hmm. and be like, okay, this is what you want, want this will pay. And the agreement between them and the agency is they'll house you, they'll pay for you to get there or mm-hmm. however it works. Yeah. And, of course, hopefully they'll treat you well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Okay, and I think it's important that we are explaining these type of things because it is an opportunity. Maybe times are not what they used to be, mm-hmm. you know, with the pandemic and everything, but yeah. it definitely there are so many opportunities to work abroad for people. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of yourself and you, um, uh, your relationship with children, what was that like prior to the whole experience? I love kids. Yeah. So uh, I grew up around kids. So, and I think one thing also when it comes to reference letters, um, you said the requirement is a driver's license. Mm-hmm. Requirement is you need 40 hours mm-hmm. of childcare. Mm-hmm. Wow. You can't just go and look after kids yes. if you don't have any experience. Because yes. firstly, it's somebody else's kid. It's not somebody's family. It's yes. somebody else's kid. Yes. And for me, so I grew up around kids. I'm very familiar in teaching, playing with kids. Mm-hmm. So by the time that I was going, I was like, okay, I'm yes. ready for this. Yeah. I feel like I was also matured enough to know that it is somebody else's kid. Mm-hmm. It's not like close mm-hmm. family. Yeah. And I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. 
Mm. And I knew, like, getting there, it's not about me. It's mm. mainly about the kids. Yeah. Mm. Like, I can say whatever, I can do whatever. But if I'm going to go with a mindset, oh, I'm just going there to travel, yes. to be taking cute pictures, That's living my best life. life abroad, that is the wrong mentality. Yes. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like I've said this, like, I've had people message me asking, and I'm like, if you're going there to travel mm. or just, like, to have a good time, don't do it. Because yeah. majority of the time you work, yeah. you actually work, mm-hmm. yeah. you look after the kids because that is what an au pair is. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. Um, and, f- and, and for yourself, what was your relationship with children? Yeah, I, I had a great relationship with children like ever since. I've always loved children. Yes. And I think, like she said, it was a requirement. I think to be an au pair, you really have to love children. Like, that's it. You mm. really have to love them because if you don't, it's going to be... You won't have patience. You, you, you won't. You, you literally go home. You <laughs> yes. want to go home because sometimes they even want to come to you, like to your room and play with you even when you're not working, when you're not like uh, working that day. Yes. They, because if they like you, they really would like to spend time with you. Yes. So if you don't like children, you're going to have a very hard time being an au pair because that's a lot of hours that we actually spend with the, the yes. children. Like they are pretty much our lives. And then we only get out only maybe on weekends or when we're mm. off, but like literally you're home with the kids all the time. So I had a great like um, experience with the kids yeah. because I was already like excited. I knew how to take care of like both like toddlers and like infants. And I was I knew I was like ready for this mm. because I thought it was perfect for me because I love children and I I have always had like a great like relationship with like mm. like parents and children and even at church would always babysit and they would even call us when we were in youth to to like babysit my twin sister and I and like even my other sisters would mm. always like be with children so we'd actually participate a lot in that. So I feel like it wasn't that hard for me to take that job. Was first aid also a requirement? Yes. Yes. Okay. And that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, it is part of the agency fees too. Yes. So when you actually land, you went to New York too. Yes, yeah. Yes. So when you land in New York, you have a orientation class. Yeah. That's yeah. about a week. I'm going to say a week. It's yeah. like four days. Four days. And in those weeks, they will one day they'll teach you about toddlers, mm-hmm. um, infants, how to care for them. Because there are some people who might have the 40 hours experience, mm. but then they with a family that has an infant. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they are caring like for six-year-olds and up. Yeah. So those classes are there to help and to mentor and to kind of be like, to tell them how to deal with infants. Yeah. But within that, you also do a first aid training. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. you'll do all the training, how to do CPR on an infant, on a toddler, and up. So that really assisted us because mm-hmm. then the family can take you and you have mm. your little certificate, yeah. which makes it easier to make them know that you are actually legitimate, that you know mm. what you're doing. Yeah. And should there be any troubles, you can just reach out to your agency. Yeah. So ladies, from in terms of the both of you, when you guys uh, went in your di- different groups, were there any men that were actually part of the appearing groups? Yes. Or mostly, you didn't have any, any guys? Not from South Africa. And oh, your side? Yes. Mm. Even from South Africa. Um, in the... Open school, tra- like so, not after actually training school. They were there in training school. Yes. And then also for the, so there's open classes that we take because there's a requirement for us to get an education. Yes. Um, like some sort of it, like yes. whichever one, whether it's actually doing cultural stuff or like 
actually doing, like, of course, with their grief books and everything. So we went to those. Um, it was the one that I actually went to and, like, the other guys were actually involved. Mm. It was in San Francisco. Mm. And, yeah, there, was, there were a few guys there, uh, one who was from Mexico and then there was also one who was from South Africa. And so I was mm. actually excited because it was actually different to yes. have guys there, but that made me feel good because I was like, it's nice that um, some families actually prefer guys, they don't like... Because you bring problems by side. Yeah, they actually really... <laughs> That's thing, yeah. But they really prefer, like, guys. Yes. So there's actually guys. Even uh, when I was in Seattle, I had a friend, uh, Ntando, who was actually a guy. And oh, nice. he was the first guy, like, that was um, black that I actually saw. And I was just like, what? You yes. are from, like, South Africa. Your yes. name Quintando. You know, like, usually it's, like, white or Mexican or, like, yes. Italian. So it was actually nice to meet a South African who was a guy and they actually chose him and he was working for a family. So, yes. Yeah. And I think it's good, you know, for, for viewers to know mm -hmm. and people that are looking at this that childcare abroad is not just something that Fulfills. women do, yes. that guys can do it too. Yes, okay. yes. So why would, you know, because a person might be thinking, why would, it, why would a family go to all the trouble to pay for someone to leave Africa <laughs> to look after their kids and not use somebody in their own in country, their own be it country. the Netherlands or be it America. What is, what, what is the, the reason? Cheap labor. Wow. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest. honest yeah. Right? yeah. Because remember, um, au pairs, and it can be in America, it can be in the Netherlands. Mm. I think those au pairs in Spain, they get minimum wages. Mm. Yeah. Minimum wages. So for yourself as an American... Why would you pay $600 per week for a nanny where you can pay minimum wage for an au pair who's going to do exactly the same what a nanny yes, is doing? Yes, yes, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. You, you know, no. so unfortunately it's cheap labour, but it is also a cultural exchange. So for me, I couldn't even care less about the money. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, it's a cultural exchange. Mm -hmm. I'm getting, I don't, I'm not paying for boarding. I'm not paying for food. Yes. And I get to have a different experience. Mm -hmm. I live with a different family. And just get a different scenery. Yes, mm. yes, I understand. And especially your intentions were very much about you want to change, change. the scene. yes. For you then, if we're saying it's cheap labor, yeah. which I agree with you, mm -hmm. um, was the money enough? And was the part of travel also an incentive for you? Yeah. It was actually enough for me personally. I I, I, I was able to even help out at home. Mm. Um, how I used it, I guess, maybe that also could play, uh, like, a, I guess, a good role in, like, you having enough money. I mean, it's not a lot. Like, it's not like I was, like, you know, millions and whatnot. But, like, it was actually good enough for me, especially because mm. I was unemployed at first. And then, like, mm. at least now I have something and I can actually help out at home. And I was able to even be self-reliant. I did a lot of good things for myself. Like, I was able to take myself. Like, so I took care of myself and I actually enjoyed my entire experience. Even traveling was fun. Mm. And so I think it was enough for me at the time. So, yeah. How much are we talking? Um, <laughs> how much? Because you, you said the nannies yeah. are, what, $600? $600. And this is in California. So each yeah. state is different. has its different minimum wage. Yeah. Yes. But for au pairs, minimum wage is across <laughs> America. Doesn't yes. it doesn't matter in which state you're appearing in? Mm -hmm. It's minimum wage for everyone. Yeah. I mean, back in the days, it was one ninety five dollars mm -hmm. per a week. week. A week. Mm -hmm. Same. 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 So let's round it up to two hundred dollars, <laughs> and you're looking about three thousand rand a week. Give or take, depending on what the rent. More like a was. month. Yeah. Oh yeah, three thousand. Three thousand a week. Yeah. So that works yes. to about twelve thousand rand a month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 
on top of that, you're not paying for your own food, you're mm-hmm. not paying for... So for it could be mm-hmm. decent money for somebody that's just graduated, mm-hmm. yeah. wants to take a year off. Yeah, if you're like a student, and sometimes also it helps, like, because if your parents don't need, like, your help, yeah. it's perfect. You literally spend it the way you want to. You mm. travel. You just enjoy yourself. I feel like it's, like, perfect for, like, a mm. student. That's why most of the time, most au pairs are actually taking a gap year. Yeah. Like, if you ever listen to most of their stories, they just needed a break, just mm. one year to themselves or just two years, and mm. then they just take it that way. So they don't really need the money. Mm. They're there for the experience rather than, like, the pay and stuff. So, so yeah. what happened next after you went through your process? So you went, um, you did the driver's license, mm-hmm. you got your family, I'm assuming, to help you with the 20000 Yes. And then what happened next? And then from there, I was meshed with my first family. Oh, tell us about the profile. What did you do? <laughs> How did you oh. pose? Because like, it's not a dating site where you're trying to be cute, like you're posing like, I, mean, I can take care of your children. <laughs> Mine was very simple. Um, I had a... Um, I can't remember his name, but he, I think it was Godfrey, yes. He was helping me with the whole process. But I didn't get to meet him face-to-face like you did. Okay. Um Hours it was just on the phone, yes. emails, and so like he would call to check up on me, and then he would also help me with like uh, maybe my wording, um, yeah. if maybe my sentences were not too like a- appealing, I guess, to the host parents, and I had to fix a-, a few things. So with my profile, then he would maybe ask me to send a few pictures, and then he would pick maybe the best one, maybe that would be like more appealing, and then maybe he would say um, have ones with like children. Because that's what so they want. So you randomly picked a child <laughs> outside <laughs> at the mall and posed with them. <laughs> Luckily, actually, I had a lot of pictures with children because I love them so much. Yes. I was actually fortunate enough to not even have to scramble looking for pictures. Yes. And so I just literally um, took what I had on my phone and I sent them to him. And then he took the ones that were, like I guess, the most appealing. Maybe yes. they were, like, the... I guess they looked perfect enough and then at least he and then he put them on my profile and then yeah he helped me with that so the profile literally you just write about yourself what you like mm. and if you would like maybe you prefer you would rather take of like two kids then oh, you tell okay, them yes. that no I don't want five children I want two or you can actually like specify how many kids you want and also if you can swim because sometimes like um most host parents do like those who can swim because then they want to know that if they leave you maybe at the beach with the children, you'll be able to, like, swim with them, but also help them if ever there's any emergency that comes up or anything bad happens. So, yeah, I created my profile, and, yeah, it was literally super easy for me because he was running me through everything and helping me. If, like, I wasn't getting anything, like, right, he would correct me and help me, and, yeah, that's how simple it was. And then from there, once I was done, and then also my driver's license was also ready, that's when... Um, they put my profile in, and then finally, within like a week, I feel like uh, you yeah, were matched. Uh, yeah, I was matched to the family, and they reached out. But actually, that didn't really work out because I think I took a, a while to reply to the email, and then like that fell through. And then only after like maybe a few more days, then I found my next family. When you looked through the profiles of families, mm. which families did you avoid, and why? <laughs> I actually didn't get a chance to um, look through a lot of them because yeah. then I only got two families. So I was, I got the first family and then I looked through it a little bit and then 
it didn't work out, like I said. And mm. so I didn't even have enough time to even check, like, where the state was, where, like, where they live. Because maybe also you're kind scared of, of dogs. <laughs> and then, like, you you prefer a family that doesn't have dogs. You, you mentioned that on yeah. your profile. So they'll make sure that, like, um, the, the, they don't have, like... They don't yes. give you a family that actually has dogs because yes. then you'll be very uncomfortable. It's not nice if you don't like like certain things and then you have that in the yes. house because yes. like pets, not everybody like likes pets. So you have to actually like, like write it down. Tell them yes. that you don't want yes. no pets, no... Even, even religion. If you are a religious person and you would rather be with like Christians, you tell them I that you would rather be with Christians or you, because maybe you're scared of like the other... like. Religious groups, I don't yes. know why, for whatever yes. reason, and yes. then you just like specify. So that just so pe- that. preferences, exactly. Just preferences. So even they have preferences. Hence, they match you with people who have like similar interests with yes. you. So when you when you got to the states, yes. what was that experience like? Yeah. And was it your first international trip? It was. Mm. It was. Um, I was actually saying earlier. When I left to the States, mm. I was the only black girl mm. amongst our group. Yes. And and also, like, um, one of my friends that also left, like, two weeks after me, she was the only black girl in our yes. group. Yes. So we get there, but all of us, you know, it's New York, got the city lights, living your best <laughs> life. There's, like, a yellow cab. Yes. So, um, yeah, it was quite an experience. People were friendly mm. at that time. Um, it was a bit of a shock. Because it's like I left here, slept, woke up in completely a different culture, different country, mm. and everybody's just speaking English. Mm. And mm. it's like you see it in the movies, or I love Gossip Girl. Yes. So I used to um, watch Gossip Girl and like Brooklyn and New York, wherever yes. they go. Mm. And then you actually find yourself there. Yes, mm. yes. And it's yes. like, wow, I'm actually here. I remember yes. the first time. So also on your orientation, I don't know if they did that with you guys, but then um, I think it's the last week or so, Mm -hmm. they will take you through for a tour, a New York tour. Mm. So you'll go to Times Square, you'll go to... What's that? Empress, Empire. Empire yeah. State. Yes. yes and there's another one. I think you'll also go see Lady Liberty. Yes, mm. yes. Go have some New York food. Yes. And that is very nice because yeah. majority of the girls that go have never been out of their countries. Yes. Have yes. never experienced that. So for me, it was very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I was so glad that I wasn't matched in New York. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Where were you matched? <laughs> I was matched in California. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because of the lifestyle. I'm a city girl, so I was born and raised in Joburg. Yes. And like I said, you watch Gossip Girl, you watch the yes. movie. So New York looks amazing, mm. all this. But for me, four days there was even enough. Yeah. Wow. And then mm. when I went to California, so I was in Southern California, there it was a bit of Joburg mm. and a bit of Cape Town yes. together. Yes. So it wasn't too city, but it was, you still had the beach. Yes. But it was just perfect. Oh, and the weather was perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes I can't yes. imagine living in snow. Yes. No, I got you. I got you completely. What was your family like when you when I arrived and did you guys gel? Um, <laughs> my family was actually interesting. I got along with the dad more than the mom mm. um, because he actually served a mission in South Africa. Oh, okay. So he was actually aware of like most of the things. So he knew about our culture. He was, mm. he served in like Fos Loris. Yeah, mm. that's where, he, so he was more like Josie. So he knew all about that. And I think that's how, how we actually got along mm. because he would like talk about South Africa and of course I could relate to that and maybe mm. the wife couldn't really relate. Mm. And so when we got there, she was a little bit like more quiet, um, 
And so most of the time, my host dad would, would be the one who was actually the middleman who would actually tell me, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. So then with her, she we didn't have a great relationship because of that. I feel like she was a little more distant yeah. than she, like, I thought she was going to be, like, vibrant and, yes, like, you know, yes. very welcoming, but she was actually very, like, calm. And so, yeah, that's why it actually didn't work out because of that. So when and how did it end? Um, so it ended literally three months after I landed. Mm. And then, um, well, it's because she was kind of, like, asking for things that were, like, not part of the contract. Was she asking you to clean up the Yeah, food? she wanted me to do all of that. And so I I felt like that wasn't right. And yeah. I did actually tell my... Uh, so there's an we, we have an LCC, so it's like an, a local counsellor who yes. actually... Um, you talk to them yes. about, like, whatever issues you have, even if it's a good day. Like, so you meet them each mm. week, and then they, you just, like, tell them if maybe there's an issue at home. And so she brought us together to try to fix it. Mm. But then my host mom was just like, life is hard. And so it ended Meaning that way. what? Yeah, because I was just saying that what they're asking of me is actually hard because then it's not part of the contract. So my job is... not like cleaning Exactly. Or... You can't ask of that because that's not what I knew I was yes. going to be doing. So imagine you're being asked to do something that you weren't prepared for. Yes. And so that's a lot. And I was saying that that's a lot. Like, you can't be asking of that. And for her, she felt like... Like, so you take it or leave it. it. Oh, so that's pretty much what she did. And then we, it didn't really work out from there. And we had to start the rematch process. And, and while that rematch process happens, where were you in the States? Do you stay with your family until they match you with Yeah, you stay with the family. Unless, if, like, maybe they're abusive or yes. they do something that is too scary, then, mm. yeah, then you'd have to, of course, be placed elsewhere. But with mine... Ours wasn't that big. It even we weren't even like shout, like we didn't even confront each other yes. in a mean way, like too mm. much. So it wasn't that bad. So I still stayed in my room, and then like, but then I wasn't allowed to like, I guess, um, stay with the kids anymore. Since mm. well, like I'm leaving mm. in a like in about two weeks. So they give you two weeks to leave, so mm. to, to find another family. And then if you don't, you either go home or. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So you have to find a, uh, a family within two weeks. So with me, I had to stay in my room and then like go out whenever I wanted to. But then I wasn't working for the two weeks I of like you. the rematch. But some um, opes do actually continue working until yes. they find another family. So it depends on the family, actually. Mm -hmm. If they still want you to continue to work, then yeah, you continue. But if not, then you don't. Yes, so, yeah. yes. What was uh, your experience with your family like? Amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, the thing is, so before meeting my family family, is I had two families to reach out. The first family was living, I don't know where. I'm a city child, so I wasn't going to live in the middle of nowhere. Yes. And then the second family, um, they were a good family, but they were Jewish. But the only thing was, if I move to them, I'll have to convert, kind of mm. convert into their beliefs, eat what they eat, and I'm yes. Christian. So I wasn't going to put myself in that situation. And then my third family, which the family that I chose, they contacted me and I remember praying about it. I was like, yes. God, if this is my family, everything will work out. And yes. trust me, it, it worked out yeah. till I got there. They were amazing. They actually only like South African au pairs mm -hmm. because they had an au pair from a different country, a European country, and the au pair actually left them oh. while they were at work. What? So just Who wait. stayed with the kids? Sure. 
Sure. So that's like, you see, not all au pairs are good au pairs. Yes. So um, they only prefer South Africans and they've been to South Africa too. And all their au pairs have been South African. Mm -hmm. And we had a good relationship. My host mom was amazing. My late host dad, he was just as amazing. Um, on Fridays, he used to do like pizza Fridays. Mm. Um, and then because like sometimes he will work late and then mm. he'll bring like the pizza over. During the week when we have dinner, so on Tuesdays, I cooked, then mm. I make like a South African meal or yes. I'll bake with the kids just to, because I'm sharing my culture with them too mm. and they're sharing their culture with me too. So I felt more part of the family than an au pair, to be honest. Yes. I yes. didn't feel like I was an extra. I didn't feel like I was a housekeeper. I felt part of the family. And even the extended family treated me the same. Yes. The neighborhood people treated me the same. Like I was known as part of the family. It wasn't mm. like, oh, this is Jillian the au pair. Yes. It was like, this is Jillian. Yes, 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 I got you. Mm. And how long did you end up staying with your family for? Two years. During going to rematch, I, I mean, I couldn't imagine going to another family yes. if I already found this family. Mm. They treated me well. Mm -hmm. They didn't give me a reason to be sad. I mean, the one day, and it's true though, but... Um, yeah, I think it was in 2017. Mm -hmm. I was in the hallway and my host dad was asking me a question. But as he's asking me a question, I just blanked out and I fell. Like wow. I blanked out, mm. fell, was rushed to the ER and they stayed with me throughout the whole days. Yeah. Like they were the ones checking up on me. They were the ones who called my family to make them like know that everything is okay. Because mm. when things like that happen... Mm your parents are not like, just like around the corner. Yes. It's somebody else is scared that they're looking after. Yes. So throughout all that, I feel like that even showed their humanity mm. because I've heard like scary au pair stories mm. where au pairs get treated like crap. Mm. They don't, they're not appreciated. They're actually treated more like nannies mm. or maids, to mm. be honest, mm. where they're cleaning, they're washing the host family's underwear yeah. and all that. And for me, we had a Roomba, so I didn't really have to clean and we had like, housekeepers coming yeah. once a week, mm. but I had to do tidying up. Yes. So mm. there was light cleaning, which everybody does in their homes. Yes. But for me, the most important thing is not once can I say I was excluded mm. or not once can I say I felt like an OP. Yeah. Yes. Like or people an outsider. Were, an outsider. People yes. were actually surprised when I was like, no, I'll go out, like I'll finish work at four, like yeah. if I ask my host mom, mm. and then she'll be like, okay, I'm home at four, go and do whatever. Yeah. It wasn't a thing of you need to work your 40 mm. hours yes. straight. Yes. And we understood each other. So mm. if she wanted to go out and have a girls' night, I'm like, I've got the kids. Yes. And then we'll drive and then go get like some McDonald's, do some snacks, and we have a pajama party. And yes. they trusted me with that. Yeah. Yes. Because when I got there, and I'll never forget, the host parents said that I won't be driving the kids. Yeah. Mm. So everything was very close. Mm. So I was like, no, it's okay. But I already had my international driver's license. Yes. Like I was very comfortable driving. Yeah. Yeah. And throughout the months, the trust came. And there was a time when I was driving the kids. Mm. And they trusted me enough to be like, we trust our kids, the lives in With your hands. You. Yeah. And I mean, that is a big responsibility. Okay. It just shows like they were able to entrust that. Yes. And I mean, there was also one day when I had to drive all the way to LAX, mm -hmm. drop my host mom off. My host dad was working late yes. with the kids. And I mean, like LAX is like an hour away from mm -hmm. where we lived. Mm -hmm. yes. So already that made me feel like, okay, I am part of the family. Yes. I, am, I mean, this little necklace, they gave it to me. So it's wow. like that thing of you'll always be part of us. That's, mm -hmm. so, until today we speak. I mean, they've wow. met my 
parents, mm-hmm. or not my parents, like my mom, yes. of a Skype. They know exactly where I come from. Mm-hmm. And they appreciate that because mm-hmm. when I walked in, they don't try to change who I am. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. They yes. actually accepted me. They were like, oh, you're a bit too loud. You're I think you're sassy. very fortunate because <laughs> when it comes to just engaging and mm-hmm. interacting with human beings, you never know what you're going to get. Exactly. Yeah. Did you get a perfect match the second time? No. <laughs> so what happened? Um, so, okay, so I actually worked for three families. All in all. Hey, Ubi's. Ah, I was busy. I was busy. <laughs> so I wasn't fortunate like Jillian to get like my, like the first two, I didn't get it right, I guess. So What happened? What was wrong with the second one? Um, whoa, she was worse than the first family. <laughs> and wanting you to clean. Yes, she was, yo, wow. It was actually a lot. She was very like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say it though, but like, Okay, she was depressed, so she wasn't really, like, great company. Oh. And so she was also, like, she demanded a lot. And yeah. so it was, a, like, texting emotionally. It yeah, was really a lot. Also, it's not your responsibility to hold that space for Exactly. Her. It was a lot. Like, I think... Uh, when I looked back and I was just like, I regretted even moving from Utah to San Francisco yeah. because then it was worse. It was yeah. worse. Like, I was really depressed uh, yeah. around that time. Like, there I didn't, like, find a great match. But the child was great. Yes. Like, we, we got along really well. So that part of my job was fine. It's just that she wanted me to prep meals, to, like, clean. It was actually one of those who actually want more than mm, the contract. Not paying for. Exactly. Mm. So it was actually a very hard... Minimum like, wage with maximum work. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I didn't, I didn't like... Yeah. My experience there. I only enjoyed like my um, social outings with others because there's a lot of opes in San Francisco mm, or yes. like in California in general. Yeah. Then there isn't any other state, and so that I enjoyed. But then at home, it wasn't like the best. Yeah. So yeah, she she was not the best, honestly. And then the speaking. final family, how long did you end up staying with them? Oh, I stayed for a year with the next yes. family. That was my uh, last year, and I enjoyed myself. Yes. They were great. I think that's when I actually found my match, too. Yes. I also got along with the relatives, so whenever we'd go, like, to visit them, like, maybe because they were, like, um, across the ocean, mm-hmm. we'd actually go um, to them and, like, visit, like, the island. Because in, in, in Seattle, there's actually islands, mm-hmm. and so we were in, like, um, Washington, and so we'd actually visit them yeah. across and then like it was so nice I actually enjoyed myself a lot I got yes. along with my host mom's sister and it was interesting because she was going through a lot but then we had a great relationship mm. and so she 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 treated me nice we had a great relationship she was yes. great she was a happy woman and she was trying her best to be the best parent ever and mm. I think I, I understood that and I saw that and I think that's what made us get along really well because I like parents who really love their children because Mm. then I feel like, you know, if you don't love your children, like, who do you expect to love your children? You know, you have to be the one who actually sets the tone for us. You can't outsource that part of Exactly. And I feel like those other um, parents, like, especially my second host family, like, I feel like she wanted me to be, like, the one who gives, like, the child all the love while she's not. And so it was actually, like... Too complicated, I feel, I with that. But, like, with this family, like, I loved it. She loved her children. She would come home early. If she she got off work early, she would let me go. And so she'd be like, you can do whatever you want to do. Even if, like, I'm supposed to knock off at, like, 6, and then she comes home at 1. 
She'd be like, oh, the, the rest of the hours, you go to your room or go wherever. Or you can even stay with us. We yes. can, like... So she was actually very nice. friendly. I nice. loved her. She was awesome. She was one of those. She, like, on my birthday, yeah. we'd celebrate together. Mm. When the kids go to their father's house, we'd actually, like, spend time together. And, yeah, we had a great relationship. I think my last family was the best. I'm glad that, you know, we get to show all sides of this experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think people should know about or pairing that maybe they wouldn't know that, you know, agencies or Google will never tell you about mm. this whole experience? Uh, it's actually not scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You can't, uh, uh, personally, it's a personal thing, though. Mm. I feel like you can't think that your experience is going to be the same mm. as my experience. Yes. Mm. I mean, two girls, we end up pairing different experiences. Mm -hmm. The thing is, you need to do a pairing with an open mind. You mm. need to do it with the fact that you are going to be working, yeah. you will be working with kids, mm. but there will be opportunities to travel, mm. depending on your family. Yeah. And that is the most important thing. And do it for fun. Yeah. You're only as young right now, this yes. is the youngest you'll ever be, and then you got the rest of your life yes. to be as old as you want. So go in the mindset of, I am going there to have a cultural experience. Yes. I am going there to maybe learn and find myself, like I know I found myself better mm. in the States, mm. because I was in an unfamiliar place, I didn't have a choice mm. but to find myself. Yeah. And just have fun. And if it's about money, you don't have to pay it all now. You can just start saving up. Yes. But know towards what you're saving up to. Yeah. Yes, yes, I got you. Okay. And from, from your side, anything that you think people should know about this experience? Yeah, I also like what she said, like with like it being different for everybody. Because yeah. not all OPEs actually have bad experiences. And I, I would still recommend it, even though mm. I had like my first like two families, who, which weren't great. But I feel like I wasn't necessarily prepared for it. So, like, I think if you take the time to actually learn that there are different experiences, so, like, you must actually kind of expect, like, both. Mm. You know, like, maybe you might find a great family, mm. but also that you can get out of that family. So, like, it's not like a dead end, like, you're stuck yes, with them yes. for the rest of, like, the two years that you're there. So, like, I guess my story could say, like, you could find a different family. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, go home. Mm -hmm. You know, you yes. don't need to, There's nothing like, wrong with going home. Exactly. There's absolutely yes. not a failure. Mm, yeah. yeah. You this, can't yeah. force something. Like, I feel like that's because a lot of appears they will rather be with a family that treats them like, like crap, crap than go home because mm. they'll be like, oh, but they saw me leaving mm. or a tumbo mm. and now they're going to see me as a failure. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that. Mm. Yeah. Rather have your self-respect mm -hmm. than lose yourself mm. to somebody mm. who pays you minimum wage yeah. and mm. treats you like crap. So, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing now with your life? Oh, right now I'm actually like studying. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm with like a program from church, which mm. is BYU Pathway, and I just started my, this is my second semester, so I'm actually mm. busy with that right now. Nice. Yeah. And what do you want to be doing when you're done with the studies? <laughs> I want to actually um, uh, continue, of course, with my YouTube channel, mm. which I love. It's my baby. Um, mm. <laughs> and I still also want to like, just like build my brand, but mm. also like, I like corporate, so I'd like to stick to that too. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. What are you up to at the moment? I work. Yes. <laughs> So I work um, as a bid and proposal coordinator, and I'm also a content management for a different company. Mm -hmm. I do modeling, I'm studying, and I also do content creating. Yeah. Yes, yes, So it's yes. quite a mouthful, but... Hey, man, you, you double yeah. other way exactly. you double you can't other. just do one thing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, ladies, thank you so, so much for coming through to share your experience. And I think, um, you know, when I was much younger... I. I started working when I was a teenager. Mm. 
But I think I would have gone the route of doing something abroad. I have a sister who went and au paired in Spain. Ooh. And I think the biggest key takeaway from her, for her was like life experience. Yes. Man, you come back yes. and you get life experience. Mm. Being in another country, being away from home, mm. it almost puts you in a position of, like you say, finding yourself yes. and yeah. getting to learn about yourself, learn about the world. Uh -huh. And that's been quite an awesome thing. Yeah. So ladies, thank you so much for coming through and for talking to us. I really appreciate it. And I really wish you well on um, you know, your journeys going forward. Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag unpacked with Rilebukhila. Let us know your thoughts on today's discussion. And I mean, for young people out there that, yes, there's so much unemployment. There are opportunities abroad. This is only one of them. So please do that research. Go online and see what opportunities uh, you can go for. And even if au pairing is one of them, it doesn't have to be America. There's au pairing in other countries. You can look at Europe. You can look in the UK. And that opportunity might be right for you. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good night. Next time on Unpacked. A few teachers came running and they helped me up. But this time it was, it just felt different because it was not my leg. Mm. It was more of my entire body. They put me to sleep and I woke up the next day with a cast from my chest to my leg. Basically your whole body's in a cast. What did the doctors tell you? They told my grandmother that, okay, there's nothing we can do. I just remember psychologically asking myself, why? Mm. Why, why me? much for watching Unpacked with Rilip Khilema Make sure you subscribe to my channel where you can get to watch more episodes. But more importantly, you can be part of our online community. Comment down below, share with us who you'd like to see on the show, what story you'd like us to discuss. We love engaging with you. Keep it coming and don't forget to subscribe.